0: Good morning. good morning. How are you all? Are you all? Who, was who was... That was pretty lame. Pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're here, I'm so, here, that's a, you so you know, you've shown up. You've shown that's up. good. That's showing good. up is showing a big, up part. big part. So, uh, so uh, who was uh, not who here last, here last, last, last week? week. Or oh, let me say, who let was let here last week? week? Okay, most of you. Wonderful. If you were not here, okay, you, were not here not we launched here, into something. We're still on the series, Building Blocks for Partnership with God. And uh, And, uh, we covered a a bit about prayer and what it means to inquire of the Lord. Lord. And last week we started started to look at at worship worship and praise. And And is there a hum or is it just me? me. Sorry, I get distracted. I know I shouldn't, but I'm growing. Every day I grow. Every day I grow. God has put grace growers in my life. Those are some people. And we learn to love them, right? They grow your grace. But, um... We started a series on worship, well, it's part of building blocks with God, because you have to build certain different aspects of your relationship with the Lord, and as we grow in in wisdom and maturity, we can put those things together and walk in a different way with the Lord, and I see this in the life of David, but I'm not going to recap on all of that, it'll take too long, but we started last week on worship. And the tabernacle of David, I did not grow up with a lot of this teaching. This, the Lord, honestly, I can say gave me this by a lot of revelation, by the grace of God. I actually got hold of a series um, by a gentleman called Ray Hughes. He was a, he's actually a musicologist. He led um, Morningstar Ministries, I think, and different other ministries all over, the, all over the world for, I think, 40 years. He's still with us. He's a little older now. And I got hold of this series called, series called The minstrel, minstrel Series, series on, cassettes. on cassettes. It remembers cassettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. awesome. And, uh, and uh, it was terrible it was recording. recording. It was about 20, 20 hours, of, hours teaching. of teaching. And uh, it was, yeah, so, bad was so bad, to, like, I had to, like, put in earphones up, and earphones sit and in my car and, and do this videos. in South Africa. And I would, and I would make, make b- literally, literally books, books, of, books notes. of notes. It so affected me. And... What I began to see was when it comes to worship, that there's a prescribed, actually, way that God has called us to worship. It's not, you know, like in a box. We don't, we don't do that. We don't want to put God in a box. But it started to speak to me about worship. And so we're going to look at that. I don't know if I'll be able to recap last week. If you were not here, some of today really does follow off from last week. So I encourage you to go listen. Not because I said it, but it will help today make more sense. But we see in the Old Testament, it's always wonderful to look in the Old Testament for the new covenant, yeah? You read the Old Testament with New Testament spectacles. And in the Old Testament, we see um, David does something quite amazing. He, in a sense, gets prophetic permission from the Lord. And he takes, and he the, takes ark. the ark. First thing, first thing he does when he becomes when he is king is he retakes king, Jerusalem. And then he and then takes the ark and he wants the presence, the presence of God, of God back with God God's people. And he takes the, he ark, takes and he the ark and he puts it, puts it, back. it back. And he institutes, and he institutes something, something called, called, you know, the 24-7 worship the or the tabernacle of, tabernacle of, David. of David. He built, a tent, he built a tent for it. He literally just he literally built, built a structure, a tent. a tent. It's called a tabernacle, but it wasn't like the tabernacle that Moses had. And he puts the ark in there. And we're going to read it again today. We'd read a lot of scripture last week. We'll do it again today. But it's totally different. And somehow, in a sense, he was allowed by God to do something that was actually against the law. Because it was according to the law of Moses that only the high priest with blood would go into the most holy place where the ark was once a year. That was it. But David gets this ark, and he puts it in a different tent that he set up, and Mount Zion, in a sense, wasn't really known then. You know, it was just this place, this mountain, this hill. And then he, in a sense, started to operate from there and rule and govern from there and became Mount Zion, and then Mount Zion grew and its influence grew, and then eventually Jerusalem was called Zion. But this all started with David, and it represents the church, Zion in the Old Testament, But David has in a sense prophetic permission. He sets up something on the earth and it's one of the only times you see that earth in a certain way looked exactly like heaven. And he institutes 24-7 musical worship for 33 years, constant, never stopped. 24-7, 365, musical worship. And he sets the ark up in a tent or tabernacle that has no veil. And all the Levites, not just the high priests, all the Levites Levites have access access to worship worship in the presence presence of God. God. And And it's a profound profound thing that actually happened. happened. And it is is very important important because because the tabernacle of David is not just about new ways to worship or how to sing songs. When I was unsaved and a pretty interesting guy, I will say, You know, I was good at at not being saved. saved. And um, And, um, I just never understood understood the way Christians, like, you know, the happy happy, you know. I would (laughs) say (laughs) to my friends, I don't want to be that, man. That's 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 weird, you you know. And then I got saved, and the Lord started to speak to me about His ways. You know, the Bible says that Moses knew his ways, but Israel his deeds. There are ways of God. Some people long to just see the deeds, the miraculous signs and wonders, but there are ways of God. This, what we're looking at, is one of God's ways. It's one of His heavenly principles. And in the Old Covenant, David literally established something that was a prototype of what the New Testament church can look like. But if we just think, oh, David did this weird thing, and I just never heard it preached a lot, But the tabernacle of David, which we'll read, is more than just worship. It's actually about the government of God, the authority of God, the rulership of God, that David, God made a covenant with David that the Messiah will come from his line and he will sit on the throne of David. The Bible even says, who knows the scripture that says, Unto us a son is born, and it says the government will be on his? Is the shoulder in the body or in the head? It's a very obvious question. It's not a trick. Body. Body. We are the what? Of Christ. Christ. Ah. So He will give authority authority to His body, body, and they they have that authority authority in the earth. earth. They have that authority. We have God-given authority as God's people, people. and as New New Testament Testament believers, believers, we are all priests, priests, right? right? Bible says that. I I know we're we're covering a lot, but we're all priests. So we have this God-given authority, but that authority, that place to bring the government of God, the rulership of God, the authority of God into realms, into cities, into nations, not to control people, to actually bring His kingdom. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. He gives us authority to do that. But in a sense, we want to take that authority and just kind of do what we want. And there are ways of God. And this this issue issue of of worship, worship, biblical biblical worship, or Davidic, what I call Davidic worship, I started to understand years ago, and we're all still growing and learning, and every time I I look at this, the Lord shows me more, He's so gracious. But all of that rulership, the high point in Israel's history, was set up on this foundation of worship, of course, because David saw, saw, saw into heaven. heaven, we know that from 1 Chronicles 28, he gave uh, his son Solomon the plans for the, for the temple that Solomon built, he says plans that he had by the Spirit, and I believe, and a kind of, there's a few scriptures that look, that kind of say this, but that he saw something in heaven that he didn't see on the earth, because in Revelations 4 and 5, you see in heaven, you see what worship is like in heaven, and you see that it's musical. You see that it's constant, it's continual, and you see that it's focused on God, or Christ. And it's interesting because every tabernacle, or every, Moses had this desire to build God a dwelling place, and we have the tabernacle which was to do with sin, the atonement for sin, covering by the blood, by the blood of bulls and goats and animals, and eventually as we know, by Christ. But there was a continual aspect in that tabernacle, they weren't allowed to let the fire go out. Who knows that? It was like a big deal, but we're not teaching on that. that. God said, it has to be be continual. In Psalm 132, David cries out to the Lord and makes a vow, says, I "I want to build you a house. Just like Moses had that same desire in his heart, and we end up with the tabernacle of David, which is about instituting worship, God's way, and upon that, the government of God can come. But there was something continual there too, musical worship. It's interesting. So, I haven't lost anybody yet, have I? You guys are amazing. So, somehow, David was able to put something on the earth that was actually about what the New Testament church would look like. Now, how do we know that? Well, Amos 9 says, this is many years after David, It says, on that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. And repair its damages, and I will raise up its ruins. I will re- rebuild it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom. The a Greek there in the old, the Greek in the Old Testament, the Septuagint says so just says mankind, and that all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does this thing. So when Gentiles started to get saved, in the book of Acts, the Jews were like, you know, Jesus said, go into all the world, and to them that meant Jewish people. <laughs> That was their world. And it's often like that with the Lord. Go and do this thing. And you're like, that means this to me, so I'm just going to do that. And then God, in a sense, blows their, their small thinking and says, no, literally the whole world. And Gentiles start to get saved. So they meet in Jerusalem to, you know, let's talk about it. And James, the leader of the church in Jerusalem, stands up and he says, this that's happening is what Amos spoke about. And he actually quotes that scripture. So when it says, in the last day, In that day, I will raise up. What day? In the last days, which is an era of time from the moment of Pentecost started in Acts chapter 2 to when Christ comes back. And in that era of time, God will continue to raise up the tabernacle of David. He will give His people authority. But that authority, when it comes to collective authority, is built actually on worship something that David put into the earth in a way that was never before seen. Never happened like that. Never. So, this Old Testament experience is prophetically pointing to a New Testament expression. I'll say that again. This Old Testament experience of 33 years points to a New Testament expression. And then over the years and over history, the church lost this expression of musical, joyous, excited, glorious worship with the presence of God, with the power of God, with the prophetic culture, with the kingly order and structure. They lost that, and as I said last year, and it came all the way so far down that even when the first book printed in this nation was the Bay Book of Psalms in Massachusetts in Boston. And they were only allowed eight melodies. And so Charles Wesley, when he started writing, a, uh, he wrote over five to 6,000 hymns by unction of the Spirit. And the church grouped together and arrested him. Charles Wesley, I mean, we we're like, he's amazing. They arrested him because he was breaking the so-called church law of the eight melodies, the eight tones that they were allowed to worship in. And I know I said this last week, but it was, you know, a guy would stand up and... of our Father. Uh, we do extol the in the church. We do that was it. That was it. Like over a couple hundred years. And anything outside of that was like, Mm-mm. that's just the devil, witchcraft. But actually, God puts all this incredible musical, creative expression. I told you last week, your DNA they have discovered is a musical. Is put a, it to a musical code. Your life is a song, and all of this is in the scripture. So, I'm not sure how far we're going to be able to get today. This is something that is actually better taught, like at a conference, where you can just go and go and go. But David institutes this tabernacle of David. And people have asked me, why are we going into such depth? You know, why don't you just do this with the worship team? Because now we're going to look at a lot of like musical, of, like, musical stuff, stuff today. Stuff. Why don't you do that with the worship team? Well, because it is about the priesthood of all believers. We are all called to learn how to worship according to God's way. But not only that, if you just take my word for it, if you don't see it here, and you just kind of like, okay, well, I just believe Clay. He sounds like he's like done a lot of study about it. If you just take my word for it, someone else's word will just pull you right back out of it. We have, we have to see to it, see it here. here. So today we're going to read Scripture. You guys you guys, you guys good you guys for a little study? study? All right. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. By the way, By I the put this way, at I the back, 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 kind of to kind of old, old school. I know it's paper. Old That's old school. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, but um, it's double-sided um, for, um, for um, those who are Moses interested. There's only a hundred. So the contrast of two tabernacles, Moses and David, to show you that it was actually about establishing a new covenant order. That we see in the New Testament. I'm just going to throw this on the floor. It's okay. It's not a person. It won't be rejected. So, we're going to look today at the Davidic order of worship as fast as we can. The kings of old, if we have yet the chance. And the seven Hebrew words for praise. So, let's jump right in. What is the most musical book in the Bible? Psalms. What is the second most musical book in the Bible? One, Chronicles one chronicles i told you that last week wasn't a test but if it was wasn't wasn't good you know i'm just kidding i was going to hand out gift cards but i thought no they'll make me broke so one chronicles if you're interested you can write down one chronicles 6 one chronicles 9 one chronicles 13 actually one chronicles 15 one chronicles 16 uh, 23 and 25 those chapters are really all about what we're talking about today, but you're going to have to read it slowly and carefully. So, the Davidic order of worship. are—is order in the house of God, and it's important, but every one of these that I'm about to read is not just about musicians. And let me speak to the musicians here, especially those who are up here. What I'm about to read is not to put you under pressure. It's actually to take it off and to show the people that we can't just show up. It's not a spectator thing. It's not entertainment. It's not. It's worship. It's worship. So, you'll see what develops is you see this kingly structure from David. You see the priestly appointments, which now applies to all of us because we're all priests. They were Levites. Priestly appointments. And you see a prophetic culture the prophets who were on the earth at the time, Nathan, Gad, Samuel, and a few others. These incredible prophets, and Samuel had started school of prophets in multiple places. He had little schools for, for the prophetic, an actual school of prophets. And one of the chief musicians, he man, was Samuel's grandson. And he's called a prophet, and a seer. So you see this prophetic culture with worship, they are intertwined. They are like strands of one rope. The prophetic and musical worship, they are together, which we'll see today. So first thing we see, let's go to 1 Chronicles 15. If you have an actual Bible, please turn there. I encourage you to do that. They understood all these people, these, okay, there were 38,000 Levites that were fit their requirements that were between the age of 30 and 50. Later, the age changed to 20 because they needed more. And out of those 38,000, they selected 24,000 for the house of the Lord, which was on Mount Gibeon, which is about eight or nine miles away. And for the first time in the earth, there were two tabernacles at once. I know I said this last week, but just a quick recap. There were two tabernacles at once. One, the tabernacle of Moses under priest Zadok. And they were doing all the sacrifices and all the stuff on Mount Gibeon. And so David set apart 24,000 Levites to go help that guy. And that whole system system continued, continued. but with no ark, no presence.
1: presence.
0: God, you know, he was there in a sense, sense, but they were doing what they were told to do under the law of Moses. But David takes the the ark and establishes another tent or tabernacle with no veil, and he puts puts there 4,000 musicians, 288 singers, like the lead singers, like worship leaders, three chief musicians, and a music master, Ken and I. He employed about 10,000 people in full-time worship, and this one had the ark. And for the first time on the earth, you had two tabernacles literally running concurrently. And when the Temple of Solomon was built, these two systems came together. Sacrifice, because all worship before David's day, all worship was sacrificial. There was no such thing as musical. There was a few little spatterings, Moses, Miriam, Deborah, a few things. But it was not in the law, it was not coded in Scripture, it was not their expression of God. They were a musical people, but God was just sacrifice. And there's only one word for worship in the Old Testament, shachah, which means face down. And that was their expression. So, David institutes this tabernacle of David. He puts about 10,000 people full-time employed in this tabernacle for musical worship worship and the first and we are going to look gonna at certain, certain words or words things, that things that the bible says the bible about, says these, about people. these people because it gives us some understanding about for us and how to worship we good good firstly that they were under authority they were in ranks they were under authority men please hear me military men who like i just don't you know the, the singing thing mm. David was an incredible warrior. He had people that were like, you know, you don't want to wake them up in the morning and give them a fright. You probably won't make it. It says the one guy killed eight hundred men with a spear in one day. Another guy three hundred men. Another guy killed lion in the snowy put. Another guy I mean these are these like crazy men. And they were kind of all afraid of David. Think about that. Mighty men. And was part of these guys that actually instituted with David this system. So, so the priest, verse 14, the priest and the Levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark of the Lord of Israel. And the children of the Levites bore the ark of God on their shoulders by its poles, as Moses had commanded according to the word of the Lord. Then David spoke to the leaders of the Levites to a point. Can we say a point? We're going to do some of that today. It's cheesy. But, but, it's, but it's okay, you guys are going to be my friends afterwards, so it's fine. So it's fine. Then David, David spoke David to the leaders the of the Levites to appoint, the the Levites the Levites to appoint the their brethren to be singers, accompanied by, by, music, by instruments, by instruments by of music, instruments stringed instruments, harps, and cymbals, by raising by the voice with resounding joy. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Joel, and his brethren Asaph, the son of that guy, and of their brethren, the son of Merari, and Ethan, but actually the guy's name is Teduthan, but sometimes they write that in different translation. Uh, the son of Keshai, and with them their brethren brethren of second rank. rank. Go around to verse 22. It says, Kenaniah, the leader of the Levites, was instructor in charge of the music because he was skillful. The King James says, Kenaniah, the chief of the Levites, was for song, for he instructed about the song, for he was skillful. And we learned last week that word song is masah. It means prophetic prophetic burden. He taught them how to sing a prophetic song. And they had never sung in worship to the Lord. Think about that. It's totally new for them. And then you see in 1 Chronicles 25, another big portion of Scripture, and then we'll explain. Moreover, 1 Chronicles 25, verse 1 to 8, this is the order of musicians. David and the captains of the army separated. Say separated. Wonderful. The humble ones say it proud ones don't. That was, that was a joke. Moreover, David and the captains of the army separated for the service, some of sons of Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun, the three chief musicians, who should prophesy with harps. Well, that's interesting. What did they know that we don't prophesy on instruments? From a young boy, a shepherd boy, who was called on by, by people, to deliver a king, the King Saul, of evil spirits. Never says he sang, just says he played. He knew something that the modern church has long forgotten. He says, to prophesy with harps, stringed instruments, and cymbals, and the number of the skilled men performing their service was of the sons of Asaph, and then it gives a whole bunch of guys, and the sons of Asaph has this, were under the direction of Asaph, who prophesied according to the order of the king. Okay? Then of Judithan, then it talks about of Heman, not Master of the Universe, that's Jesus. This is a different guy. And then verse 5, and all these were the sons of Heman, the king's seer. The He Man is called a prophet or a Seer, in the words of God. Huh now these guys were doing prophetic worship in the old covenant where it says if you prophesy and it's not of god we'll we'll kill you so like they had to actually you know i think they would actually have a little bit time to learn we want to make sure that this is what the lord is saying and it says all these were the sons of Heman the king's seer who was samuel's grandson in the words of god to exalt his horn talking about david for god gave him 14 sons and three daughters and in verse 6, all these were under the direction of their father for music in the house of the Lord, with cymbals and stringed instruments and harps for the service of the house of God. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman were under the authority of the king. And so the number of them with their brethren who were instructed, can we say instructed, in the songs of the Lord, all who were skillful. So Can we say skillful? Okay, we'll get there was 288. That was like their worship leaders. And they cast lots for their duty. So this whole thing of the offense that happens in worship team, worship teams and please hear me. Well, you played last week. And they cast lots. Not up to them. So there's incredible structure, but still actually by the Spirit. Structure, but God has a say. So the first thing they had to learn It actually actually came came from the military, military, past of David,
1: David, David, order order.
0: to be under authority. You had David the king. king. You had underneath him him Kenaniah. You had underneath both of those guys, the three chief 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 musicians. musicians. You had underneath them them the the 288 worship leaders and singers. singers. Underneath them, 4,000 musicians. Underneath them, the brethren of second rank, 4,000 gatekeepers. This incredible structure... And they all had to learn what it means to be under authority. Because all authority in the kingdom of God is delegated. And it's pointing to the New Testament church. There's a man that Jesus spoke to. He said, I'm a man under authority and in authority. And Jesus said, you have great faith. He said, because you understand authority, you understand something about that realm. Faith, the conviction of things we don't see. So So they understood, they they had to understand understand authority. authority. And they didn't just get their way. way. How we deal with with authority, authority, those in authority over us and those under us, us, it it matters matters more than we could possibly fathom. fathom. Even in the business 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 world, world. very Very much so so in the business business world. world. It it really matters in the kingdom. I've had some people come and they complain about those over them. And I tell them, don't worry about that. Focus on those under you. How do you deal with them? How do you treat them? And you will, in a home, in a house, in a business, in a church, and you will find that that changes. To be under authority. Next, Next word they use to talk about these people. Since they were appointed, we all shouted it out loud. So you can say, you know, you said it. One Chronicles six has this. Now they were; these are the men who David appointed over the service of song in the house of the Lord after the ark came to rest. They were ministering with music before the dwelling place of the tabernacle of meeting. This is the only time in the Bible that the tabernacle of David is called the tabernacle of meeting. Why? Because the ark wasn't in the other tabernacle. You can't meet God when He's over there. Because it was still like that in the Old Testament. He dwelt, His presence was where the ark was. So David's tabernacle became the tabernacle of meeting until Solomon had Solomon built the house of the Lord, like the Lord, I said, in Jerusalem, and then they and served, served, has this, in, in their office. office. An appointed, an appointed musician, musician is actually an, actually an office. office. It's a very it's a powerful, powerful, powerful and important, and important office. office. It touches, it touches each one of the fivefold in the, New, in the New, Testament. New Testament. But it is an it office. Is an office. And the word appointed means caused to stand. In other words, anointed. There's an anointing of God that will cause a person to stand in an office. And because of that, they will see things that other people don't see. Not because they're better, but because they've been appointed here. And there's been so much control in the church. Oh boy, can we be honest? That leaders have been like, they don't want to actually allow the, pointed, the appointed person in the office to take that portion and lead God's people into His presence.
2: It's an office.
0: Sorry, I'm not, I'm not angry. Very happy. I'm smiling, you see. They were assigned an office. And it says they were to minister before the Lord. That means to minister to the Lord. Ever think about that? What does it mean to minister to God? It not need me. Well, they had to be taught what that means. But even in the office, it says they were appointed in the office according to their order. In the office, but still under authority. Then they were employed. We're going to have to go through this a little quicker says, 1 Chronicles 25, verse 1, we read that, and verse 7, we read it, the number of skilled. That word "skilled" actually means just workmen. The number of workmen, of men performing their service means labor. They were, they were full time. It says the same thing. They were instructed in the song, all who were skillful. 1 Chronicles 9 puts it this way. These are the singers who lodged in the chambers that was right around the temple there, I mean the, the tabernacle, and were free from other duties. Every musician's like, you see, I just just want to play the guitar. (laughs) So uh, So, maybe, maybe, but we'll get there. there. They were free from other duties, duties, for they employed in that work work, day and night.
1: night.
0: 1 Chronicles 16. 16. So he left, that's David, David. Asaph and his brothers there before the ark of the covenant of the Lord to minister before, that's to the Lord, the ark regularly, as every day's work required. They were appointed... They had an office, they an office, but how did they how become, they become so, skillful so skillful in what they, in do? What they do? Well, they would, that's they all they did they, well, did they did. Now, you can't, you can't in a sense, plan, a church, plan a church and there's five and people, people, and people, and people, and you're like, and you're we need like, ten musicians. Ten no, musicians. that's unrealistic. But David, as a king, understood, saw something in heaven, wanted it put on the earth, and said, we need people. that That's all that they focus on. And it is depiction of the New Testament church Church. because the church Church has to get get out of this habit of just, well, that's what we do. do. Some guy speaks about about the Bible. Bible. Friends, you didn't get saved so so you can come into a building once a week and hear someone talk about the Bible. Heaven help us if that's the truth. It's so much more than that. And they're like, well, we sing songs in church. But why? Why? Like, do you ever ask do that question? Like, why? That. like why? why? Well, it's, a way, it's a way of God. And it's tied, it's tied to the right. prophetic, prophetic hearing his hearing voice, hearing voice. There have been people that have people sung songs about, about, the future, about the future, sung the newspaper future. headlines. So I won't even I get won't into get that. that. Because the prophetic will come out and worship. Out and worship. When they said to he Elijah, to prophesy, to prophesy, he said, bring me a, a musician. They were appointed. And it says singers and musicians. So I know that most of you don't care about this, but there was this thing that went around a number of years ago, 90s, early 2000s. If you're a worship leader, you have to have an instrument. No, they were separate here. Singers, musicians. You can do both, but you don't have to. Then they were chosen. They were chosen. 1 Chronicles 16 41. Just read this last, I think one of the last bigger portions of Scripture. So he, that's David, left Asaph and his brothers before, these uh, brothers there before the ark of the covenant of the Lord to minister regularly. Go down to verse 39 and Zadok the priest and brethren the priests before the tabernacle of the Lord at the high place that was at Gibeon. That's talking about that. Offer burnt offerings that 's the other tabernacle that we were talking about on the uh, regularly morning and evening, and to do all according to that is written in the law uh, the Lord which He commanded Israel according to moses that 's that tabernacle, and with them he men and Judhan at this tabernacle, and the rest who were chosen and designated by name that word is expressed by name, two other things used to describe these people that God instituted in the tabernacle of David, or that David put it. It says they were chosen. You know what that word chosen means? It means barar. The word is barar. It means to purify and to polish as to reflect. To make polish, to clean, to purify as to reflect. To make bright. Why? Why were they chosen? Why does it say that? Because every musician knows what it's like when the enemy comes and tries to get you with the spirit of entertainment. Every businessman knows what it's like when the enemy comes and tries to put in you the love of money more than the love of the Lord. Everything in the kingdom, he's saying, in this kingdom, you can be extremely good at something. That's not a bad thing. There's so much false humility in the church, it drives me crazy. It's like someone once said, "I I forget who it was. They say, oh, that was... You know, that was you know, wonderful. wonderful. Thought, oh, it wasn't me, it, it was, was the Lord. And they're like, yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> you just say thank you, thank you. You, know. you know. But there's so there's much so false, humility, false but humility. But these people were barrared. barrared. They were chosen. And you are chosen. You are chosen. There are things that just you are chosen for. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.9 that we are a chosen people. A chosen nation. You are are chosen. chosen. But to operate operate into the things things in a healthy healthy way for a long time, not just just one year, year, in the things that God has appointed me me to, to, given me the authority authority for and chosen me for, there's going to be a polishing. polishing. So that you don't reflect you. You You reflect the Lord. Lord. And that takes the dying. dying. Every person, Every person, musician, musician and i be talking about that, but about it, applies that, it applies everywhere, knows that, knows sense, that of,
1: sense
0: of, you know, they're, up here. they're up here. They make they a make mistake, mistake, everyone's, everyone's like, like, it was him, it was him made a mistake.
1: mistake. You die, you die, inside. Inside. They you like. die inside. inside.
0: They know what it's like, they've, they've got to prepare, they've got, prepared, got prepared, to do this the same. In the business world, there's a polishing there's something there's that something begins that to begins take place, to place and you begin to die to die self yourself, and you begin to, begin to reflect the glory of the Lord, of the Lord in the thing that you are appointed and chosen and set and in authority, authority to, do. to do. I hope it's helpful, hope to, it's you. helpful to you. The enemy, the enemy is so jealous, is so jealous specifically of over musicianhood, musician because I told you last week, in Ezekiel 38, Isaiah 14, it says he was the cherub, the type of angel, the cherub that covered. He covered the mercy seat. He was right next to God. It said he was made up, literally made up of timbrels and pipes. He wasn't, didn't play the piano. It's like he was a piano. He was made up of strings. and That's how the Bible describes him. He was beautiful, Lucifer. And when he fell, the Lord said, I'm going to raise up a people. I'm going to raise up the people in my my own own image who will worship me. What did the devil devil want when Jesus came? Worship me. The enemy's desire for musicianhood. Look at at it in the world. world. And the church hasn't dealt with that well. They just go, well, that's bad. No, it's actually the call of God on these people. That just needs to be sanctified. That's all. But there's no one there to help and to guide. Musicianhood. They, they were expressed by name. By name. It, gets, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> this, <laughs> means this means, means bored. bored. Like to bore a hole. Bore it a means hole. pierced it right through. He right hmm. Hmm. must have joined join the, the worship team. It <laughs> says <laughs> bored bore and to be, pierced. To be and pierced. And I have to be honest. I've honest. seen this I've with, seen my seen with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that piercing, piercing. It's like it, it's like it, it goes through you, man. The weight, the pressure... Because there is a piercing to carry the presence of God. It's not by Him. It's when you do it unashamedly, what the world and people, and unfortunately, a lot of friendly fire, the church, do to you. And there's a piercing. Here. But He sees and He knows. And now you carry Him. The supreme value. Of his presence. They were expressed, they were expressed by, name. by name. It's like it actually means perforated, like when you tear something off. The feeling of being overlooked, says they were in various ranks. Like, it's just, it was so obvious, like you're first, you're second. Just deal with it. It's easily offended. Oh, but everyone gets a trophy. No, they don't. So Stupid. <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> like they had like to, they deal, with to deal with this. In the house, In the of, house God. of God. Like you're, yeah, you're second. second. Go take it up I with Ken, up Ken and I. Ken and, I. <laughs> and yet when David was pierced, man, he praised. Man, he, praised. He, praised. he
1: praised.
0: That's what the Psalms, what are, the about. Psalms are about. The Psalms, the Psalms 150, 150 Psalms are nothing, Psalms, more nothing more than the 150, 150 top songs. Top songs. The 150 chart, the top 150, chart 150 of David's day. There were many more. You've heard me say it's a joke, and I love saying it because it's so true. People say, well, I didn't really enjoy the worship today. Well, that's okay. We weren't worshiping you. It's fine. The church has to understand... That they and need they to know, whoever they are, they and, it's the, are. The and it's, it's the same in the business world. It's the same in the family. It's not a performance. It's not, it's entertainment. not entertainment. There is a, there is a piercing, piercing and a boring and it hurts, and sometimes, it hurts sometimes, sometimes to usher people into the presence of God. El Shaddai. And to Shaddai. usher people in. People and then to get out of the way and, reflect, way and him. reflect Him. The world doesn't, the world doesn't know that. Doesn't know that that privilege, that power. They are separated, it says. I'm just going to go through this quickly. They were separated. I've met so many musicians that I, they, know, they know this. It's like, I feel separated, Clay. They, I just feel separated into this thing called music. And for years, the church has told me, that's bad. No, that's from God. I just feel separated. You ever felt separated in the thing that you do? You ever felt alone? Separated? Like I'm just separated for whatever that thing is for you? I just think about it all day. This is the passion. I just feel separated to this issue or to this thing. I feel separated. They were separated. And they were instructed and and skillful, skillful which I won't get into now. now. But But I understand understand that people can carry the presence of the Lord before they learn some skill. But please go and actually actually get skillful. skillful. You know, know, stand up and kill me softly with your song like, I know you love love Jesus. Jesus. But there is a skill skill that takes place. And the reason we don't see it so much in the church, we see it now, in the last 15, 20 years, far more than before... In like way before, some of the Christian stuff was just such bad quality. Now it's changed. Now they're winning Grammys and Oscars, which is amazing. Not that it's about that, but that's what's happened. Why? Simply because people said, we actually need to pay these people. You have these people running companies and doing all this stuff and then quickly practice on the way. They were employed in this. They were skillful. You know, to play in the, in the house of David, tabernacle of David, you had to be a Levite. That has to do with birth. What's that? Christian. Your birth. Born again. You had to be born into the house of Levi, Born a priest. You are born again as a priest. You had, a you had to be a Levite. You had to go through seven years in the school of the prophets. Oh, boy. under Samuel, you had to know the Bible, which was the Torah at that point, by heart. By heart. You know that the Psalms, what is the Psalms? The Psalms is the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, known by heart by a bunch of musicians. And as they begin to praise what they've learned of God, because it flows out of them. Now you have the Psalms. I mean, musicians or worship leaders, people who are called to write Psalms. Yes, be good at music, but study the Scripture because what you put in will come out they understood that principle garbage in garbage out if you want to be free from the maladies of our culture and all the stuff that comes to pollute and then let that come out of you when you write songs that's what if that's what you fill up that's going to come out and so they were actually kind of like forced was very legalistic in those days to put something in. So when the presence of God came and the prophetic comes into the room, what starts to flow out is this incredible vocabulary of who God is. And the first five books of the Bible are sung about, and then obviously the prophetic pointing to the Lord. But that's where they got it all from. The book of Moses. They were know the Bible by heart, they had to make their own instrument put some blood, sweat and tears in. They had to be under the instruction of their father and had to cast lots for the appointments of times of worship.
1: Every one of us have that, what they
0: went through in some area of our life. Be skillful in what you do in the business place. Do it with all your heart as unto the Lord. In college, in school, is not it's bad, so because it's bad because like it's, not it's like not church. That's such That's old, thinking. old thinking. Reflect the glory of God where you are. Become indispensable. indispensable. Trust God. It's Ask God him God for strategies and wisdom and business, and business deals and He's the best businessman. He has all the, all the money. So, so I wanted to speak wanted to, to you to about you the, kings the kings of old and seven, seven Hebrew, Hebrew words for worship, but we ran out of time. So I won't. I'll tell you. We'll read it next week. Actually, I'll read you one verse. We'll go through this next week. The kings of old, from David's line, after David became king, part of the covenant that God made with him is that all the kings will come from his line. And you know how it is. Israel falls away, just like the church. And they rise and they fall. They rise and they fall. And there were seven kings that followed after David. Every one of them, when they reinstituted order in the house of the Lord, it was never considered full or happening or accomplished until not only they had reestablished things like the Passover and the stuff with the tabernacle of Moses, every single one of them who, in a sense, it was like a national revival. And there were two or 300 years before some of these points. That's like as old as this nation. We just read it, that's three pages later. How far a nation can fall. They even lost the book of the law. They lost it. Then they found it. And so they had to start again, reestablish it. And every time there was a revival that literally grabbed hold of the whole nation, which is why I'm preaching about this, it says stuff like this. I'll read you just out of Nehemiah, just really quick. It says this. Let's just to find it. Oh, wrong way. it says in Nehemiah chapter
1: 12
0: actually I don't have it yet but it says I'm going to take too long it says they reinstituted worship as in the days of old as David commanded for in the days of old they were chiefs of singers chiefs of musicians and masters of song they didn't consider ordering God's house to be accomplished until they had put in what David commanded. And they called it from that day, the instruments of David. When David, Psalm 144, he says, you have taught my fingers, my hands to war and my fingers to fight. People think it's talking about battle. You know what he was doing when he sang that? He was playing an instrument he invented called the kinnor or the 10 stringed harp. You have taught my fingers, my hands to war and my fingers to fight. I'll we'll go into that next week. Friends, worship in God's house. There's so much we can learn from it. But it's not just about worship. It's worship is when we worship God's way and you see God's people free to actually express worship. Every Hebrew name for praise is a physical expression. That's why you feel a breakthrough when you have the courage to be like, uh, you know, and then it's like, and then, like, and then heaven, and then like two, whoa, like, and, and then eyes closed, eyes you're closed. like, no, i mm. and then, you know, knees, that's crazy. Why is there breakthroughs? But it's not just about that. It's to establish a foundation in a region that affects the heavens so that the glory of God can come. So anyway, why don't we Stand. My darling wife, I'm not, I'm not scared right now like, now. like, Can you come pray for us, pray real, for us quick? real quick? Is that all right? Can we be friends, friends after this? After this.
2: Father, we thank you so much for the truth in your word. We thank you that as we get revelation and we become intimately acquainted with your truth, God, that it brings freedom to us. And so I just pray, God, that there would be freedom that would come to us in a measure this week. I pray that these truths of your word would settle into our heart like seeds, that they would grow. I pray that people would be prompted and encouraged, God, to step into your presence in a new way. I pray that they would put on music, even if it's just in faith, and say, God, I'm here to receive. So Father, we just pray that a spirit of worship would come over your people, a spirit of praise, God, that you would bring revelation, that this is something, God, that you instituted, this is something that you emphasized in such detail because it is such a part of who you are and who we are as believers. We were made to worship you, God. And so we just trust you with that, even as we learn. We We just just trust trust you, God. This is is relevant relevant to each one of us, that we were made made to to worship. So would we find you this week, God, in worship? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.